june twenty four through june thirty of morning and evening daily readings this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox org recording by david leeson morning and evening daily readings by charles spurgeon morning june twenty four a certain woman of the company lifted up her voice and said unto him blessed is the womb that bare thee and the paps which thou hast sucked but he said yea rather blessed are they that hear the word of god and keep it luke eleven twenty seven and twenty eight it is fondly imagined by some that it must have involved very special privileges to have been the mother of our lord because they supposed that she had the benefit of looking into his very heart in a way in which we cannot hope to do there may be an appearance of plausibility in the supposition but not much we do not know that mary knew more than others what she did know she did well to lay up in her heart but she does not appear from anything we read in the evangelists to have been a better instructed believer than any other of christ's disciples all that she knew we also may discover do you wonder that we should say so here is a text to prove it the secret of the lord is with them that fear him and he will show them his covenant remember the master's words henceforth i call you not servants for the servant knoweth not what his lord doeth but i have called you friends for all things that i have heard of my father i have made known unto you so blessedly does this divine revealer of secrets tell us his heart that he keepeth back nothing which is profitable to us his own assurance is if it were not so i would have told you doth he not this day manifest himself unto us as he doth not unto the world it is even so and therefore we will not ignorantly cry out blessed is the womb that bare thee but we will intelligently bless god that having heard the word and kept it we have first of all as true a communion with the saviour as the virgin had and in the second place as true an acquaintance with the secrets of his heart as she can be supposed to have obtained happy soul to be thus privileged evening june twenty four shadrach meshach and abednego answered and said be it known unto thee o king that we will not serve thy gods daniel three sixteen and eighteen the narrative of the manly courage and marvellous deliverance of the three holy children or rather champions is well calculated to excite in the minds of believers firmness and steadfastness in upholding the truth in the teeth of tyranny and in the very jaws of death let young christians especially learn from their example both in matters of faith in religion and matters of uprightness in business never to sacrifice their consciences lose all rather than lose your integrity and when all else is gone still hold fast a clear conscience as the rarest jewel which can adorn the bosom of a mortal be not guided by the will-o'-the-wisp of policy but by the pole star of divine authority follow the right at all hazards when you see no present advantage walk by faith and not by sight do god the honor to trust him when it comes to matters of loss for the sake of principle see whether he will be your debtor see if he doth not even in this life prove his word that godliness with contentment is great gain and that they who seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness shall have all these things added unto them 
should it happen that in the providence of god you are a loser by conscience you shall find that if the lord pays you not back in the silver of earthly prosperity he will discharge his promise in the gold of spiritual joy remember that a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of that which he possesseth to wear a guileless spirit to have a heart void of offence to have the favor and smile of god is greater riches than the mines of ophir could yield or the traffic of tyre could win better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a stalled ox and inward contention therewith an ounce of heart's ease is worth a ton of gold morning june twenty five get thee up into the high mountain isaiah forty nine our knowledge of christ is somewhat like climbing one of our welsh mountains when you are at the base you see but little the mountain itself appears to be but one half as high as it really is confined in a little valley you discover scarcely anything but the rippling brooks as they descend into the stream at the foot of the mountain climb the first rising knoll and the valley lengthens and widens beneath your feet go higher and you see the country for four or five miles round and you are delighted with the widening prospect mount still and the scene enlarges till at last when you are on the summit and look east west north and south you see almost all england lying before you yonder is a forest in some distant county perhaps two hundred miles away and here the sea and there a shining river and the smoking chimneys of a manufacturing town or the masts of the ships in a busy port all these things please and delight you and you say i could not have imagined that so much could be seen at this elevation now the christian life is of the same order when we first believe in christ we see but little of him the higher we climb the more we discover of his beauties but who has ever gained the summit who has known all the heights and depths of the love of christ which passes knowledge paul when grown old sitting gray-haired shivering in a dungeon in rome could say with greater emphasis than we can i know whom i have believed for each experience had been like the climbing of a hill each trial had been like ascending another summit and his death seemed like gaining the top of the mountain from which he could see the whole of the faithfulness and the love of him to whom he had committed his soul get thee up dear friend into the high mountain evening june twenty five the dove found no rest for the sole of her foot genesis eight nine reader can you find rest apart from the ark christ jesus then be assured that your religion is vain are you satisfied with anything short of a conscious knowledge of your union and interest in christ then woe unto you if you profess to be a christian yet find full satisfaction in worldly pleasures and pursuits your profession is false if your soul can stretch herself at rest and find the bed long enough and the coverlet broad enough to cover her in the chambers of sin then you are a hypocrite and far enough from any right thoughts of christ or perception of his preciousness but if on the other hand you feel that if you could indulge in sin without punishment yet it would be a punishment of itself and that if you could have the whole world and abide in it forever it would be quite enough misery not to be parted from it for your god your god is what your soul craves after then be of good courage thou art a child of god 
with all thy sins and imperfections take this to thy comfort if thy soul has no rest in sin thou art not as the sinner is if thou art still crying after and craving after something better christ has not forgotten thee for thou hast not quite forgotten him the believer cannot do without his lord words are inadequate to express his thoughts of him we cannot live on the sands of the wilderness we want the manna which drops from on high our skin bottles of creature confidence cannot yield us a drop of moisture but we drink of the rock which follows us and that rock is christ when you feed on him your soul can sing he hath satisfied my mouth with good things so that my youth is renewed like the eagles but if you have him not your bursting wine vat and well-filled barn can give you no sort of satisfaction rather lament over them in the words of wisdom vanity of vanities all is vanity morning june twenty six art thou become like unto us isaiah fourteen ten what must be the apostate professor's doom when his naked soul appears before god how will he bear that voice depart ye cursed thou hast rejected me and i reject thee thou hast played the harlot and departed from me i also have banished thee forever from my presence and will not have mercy upon thee what will be this wretch's shame at the last great day when before assembled multitudes the apostate shall be unmasked see the profane and sinners who never professed religion lifting themselves up from their beds of fire to point at him there he is says one will he preach the gospel in hell there he is says another he rebuked me for cursing and was a hypocrite himself aha says another here comes a psalm-singing methodist one who was always at his meeting he is the man who boasted of his being sure of everlasting life and here he is no greater eagerness will ever be seen among satanic tormentors than in that day when devils drag the hypocrite soul down to perdition bunyan pictures this with massive but awful grandeur of poetry when he speaks of the back way to hell seven devils bound the wretch with nine cords and dragged him from the road to heaven in which he had professed to walk and thrust him through the back door into hell mind that back way to hell professors examine yourselves whether ye be in the faith look well to your state see whether you be in christ or not it is the easiest thing in the world to give a lenient verdict when oneself is to be tried but oh be just and true here be just to all but be rigorous to yourself remember if it be not a rock on which you build when the house shall fall great will be the fall of it oh may the lord give you sincerity constancy and firmness and in no day however evil may you be led to turn aside evening june twenty six having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust second peter one four vanish forever all thought of indulging the flesh if you would live in the power of your risen lord it were ill that a man who is alive in christ should dwell in the corruption of sin why seek ye the living among the dead said the angel to magdalen should the living dwell in the sepulchre should divine life be immured in the charnel house of fleshly lust how can we partake of the cup of the lord and yet drink the cup of belial 
surely believer from open lusts and sins you are delivered have you also escaped from the more secret and delusive lime twigs of the satanic fowler have you come forth from the lust of pride have you escaped from slothfulness have you clean escaped from carnal security are you seeking day by day to live above worldliness the pride of life and the ensnaring vice of avarice remember it is for this that you have been enriched with the treasures of god if you be indeed the chosen of god and beloved by him do not suffer all the lavish treasure of grace to be wasted upon you follow after holiness it is the christian's crown and glory an unholy church it is useless to the world and of no esteem among men it is an abomination hell's laughter heaven's abhorrence the worst evils which have ever come upon the world have been brought upon her by an unholy church o oh, christian the vows of god are upon you you are god's priest act as such you are god's king reign over your lusts you are god's chosen do not associate with belial heaven is your portion live like a heavenly spirit so shall you prove that you have true faith in jesus for there cannot be faith in the heart unless there be holiness in the life lord i desire to live as one who bears a blood-bought name as one who fears but grieving thee and knows no other shame morning june twenty seven only ye shall not go very far away exodus eight twenty eight this is a crafty word from the lip of the arch-tyrant pharaoh if the poor bondaged israelites must needs go out of egypt then he bargains with them that it shall not be very far away not too far for them to escape the terror of his arms and the observation of his spies after the same fashion the world loves not the nonconformity of nonconformity or the dissidence of dissent it would have us be more charitable and not carry matters with too severe a hand death to the world and burial with christ are experiences which carnal minds treat with ridicule and hence the ordinance which sets them forth is almost universally neglected and even condemned worldly wisdom recommends the path of compromise and talks of moderation according to this carnal policy purity is admitted to be very desirable but we are warned against being too precise truth is of course to be followed but error is not to be severely denounced yes says the world be spiritually minded by all means but do not deny yourself a little gay society an occasional ball and a christmas visit to a theatre what's the good of crying down a thing when it is so fashionable and everybody does it multitudes of professors yield to this cunning advice to their own eternal ruin if we would follow the lord wholly we must go right away into the wilderness of separation and leave the egypt of the carnal world behind us we must leave its maxims its pleasures and its religion too and go far away to the place where the lord calls his sanctified ones when the town is on fire our house cannot be too far from the flames when the plague is abroad a man cannot be too far from its haunts the further from a viper the better and the further from worldly conformity the better to all true believers let the trumpet call be sounded come ye out from among them be ye separate evening june twenty seven let every man abide in the same calling wherein he was called first corinthians seven twenty 
some persons have the foolish notion that the only way in which they can live for god is by becoming ministers missionaries or bible women alas how many would be shut out from any opportunity of magnifying the most high if this were the case beloved it is not office it is earnestness it is not position it is grace which will enable us to glorify god god is most surely glorified in that cobbler's stall where the godly worker as he plies the all sings of the saviour's love ay glorified far more than in many a prebendal stall where official religiousness performs its scanty duties the name of jesus is glorified by the poor unlearned carter as he drives his horse and blesses his god or speaks to his fellow-laborer by the roadside as much as by the popular divine who throughout the country like boanerges is thundering out the gospel god is glorified by our serving him in our proper vocations take care dear reader that you do not forsake the path of duty by leaving your occupation and take care you do not dishonor your profession while in it think little of yourselves but do not think too little of your callings every lawful trade may be sanctified by the gospel to noblest ends turn to the bible and you will find the most menial forms of labor connected either with most daring deeds of faith or with persons whose lives have been illustrious for holiness therefore do not be discontented with your calling whatever god has made your position or your work abide in that unless you are quite sure that he calls you to something else let your first care be to glorify god to the utmost of your power where you are fill your present sphere to his praise and if he needs you in another he will show it to you this evening lay aside vexatious ambition and embrace peaceful content morning june twenty eight looking unto jesus hebrews twelve two it is ever the holy spirit's work to turn our eyes away from self to jesus but satan's work is just the opposite of this for he is constantly trying to make us regard ourselves instead of christ he insinuates your sins are too great for pardon you have no faith you do not repent enough you will never be able to continue to the end you have not the joy of his children you have such a wavering hold of jesus all these are thoughts about self and we shall never find comfort or assurance by looking within but the holy spirit turns our eyes entirely away from self he tells us that we are nothing but that christ is all in all remember therefore it is not thy hold of christ that saves thee it is christ it is not thy joy in christ that saves thee it is christ it is not even faith in christ though that be the instrument it is christ's blood and merits therefore look not so much to thy hand with which thou art grasping christ as to christ look not to thy hope but to jesus the source of thy hope look not to thy faith but to jesus the author and finisher of thy faith we shall never find happiness by looking at our prayers our doings or our feelings it is what jesus is not what we are that gives rest to the soul if we would at once overcome satan and have peace with god it must be by looking unto jesus keep thine eye simply on him let his death his sufferings his merits his glories his intercession be fresh upon thy mind when thou wakest in the morning look to him when thou liest down at night look to him oh let not thy hopes or fears come between thee and jesus follow hard after him and he will never fail thee 
my hope is built on nothing less than jesus blood and righteousness i dare not trust the sweetest frame but wholly lean on jesus name evening june twenty eight but aaron's rod swallowed up their rods exodus seven twelve this incident is an instructive emblem of the sure victory of the divine handiwork over all opposition whenever a divine principle is cast into the heart though the devil may fashion a counterfeit and produce swarms of opponents as sure as ever god is in the work it will swallow up all its foes if god's grace takes possession of a man the world's magicians may throw down all their rods and every rod may be as cunning and poisonous as a serpent but aaron's rod will swallow up their rods the sweet attractions of the cross will woo and win the man's heart and he who lived only for this deceitful earth will now have an eye for the upper spheres and a wing to mount into celestial heights when grace has won the day the worldling seeks the world to come the same fact is to be observed in the life of the believer what multitudes of foes has our faith had to meet our old sins the devil threw them down before us and they turned to serpents what hosts of them ah but the cross of jesus destroys them all faith in christ makes short work of all our sins then the devil has launched forth another host of serpents in the form of worldly trials temptations unbelief but faith in jesus is more than a match for them and overcomes them all the same absorbing principle shines in the faithful service of god with an enthusiastic love for jesus difficulties are surmounted sacrifices become pleasures sufferings are honors but if religion is thus a consuming passion in the heart then it follows that there are many persons who profess religion but have it not for what they have will not bear this test examine yourself my reader on this point aaron's rod proved its heaven-given power is your religion doing so if christ be anything he must be everything oh rest not till love and faith in jesus be the master passions of your soul morning june twenty nine them also which sleep in jesus will god bring with him first thessalonians four fourteen let us not imagine that the soul sleeps in insensibility to-day thou shalt be with me in paradise is the whisper of christ to every dying saint they sleep in jesus but their souls are before the throne of god praising him day and night in his temple singing hallelujahs to him who washed them from their sins in his blood the body sleeps in its lonely bed of earth beneath the coverlet of grass but what is this sleep the idea connected with sleep is rest and that is the thought which the spirit of god would convey to us sleep makes each night a sabbath for the day sleep shuts fast the door of the soul and bids all intruders tarry for a while that the life within may enter its summer garden of ease the toil-worn believer quietly sleeps as does the weary child when it slumbers on its mother's breast o oh, happy they who die in the lord they rest from their labors and their works do follow them their quiet repose shall never be broken until god shall rouse them to give them their full reward guarded by angel watchers curtained by eternal mysteries they sleep on the inheritors of glory till the fullness of time shall bring the fullness of redemption what an awaking shall be theirs they were laid in their last resting-place weary and worn but such they shall not rise they went to their rest with the furrowed brow and the wasted features but they wake up in beauty and glory 
the shrivelled seed so destitute of form and comeliness rises from the dust a beauteous flower the winter of the grave gives way to the spring of redemption and the summer of glory blessed is death since it through the divine power disrobes us of this workday garment to clothe us with the wedding garment of incorruption blessed are those who sleep in jesus evening june twenty nine how be it in the business of the ambassadors of the princes of babylon who sent unto him to inquire of the wonder that was done in the land god left him to try him that he might know all that was in his heart second chronicles thirty two thirty one hezekiah was growing so inwardly great and priding himself so much upon the favor of god that self-righteousness crept in and through his carnal security the grace of god was for a time in its more active operations withdrawn here is quite enough to account with the babylonians for if the grace of god should leave the best christian there is enough of sin in his heart to make him the worst of transgressors if left to yourselves you who are warmest for christ would cool down like laodicea into sickening lukewarmness you who are sound in the faith would be white with the leprosy of false doctrine you who now walk before the lord in excellency and integrity would reel to and fro and stagger with a drunkenness of evil passion like the moon we borrow our light bright as we are when grace shines on us we are darkness itself when the sun of righteousness withdraws himself therefore let us cry to god never to leave us lord take not thy holy spirit from us withdraw not from us thine indwelling grace hast thou not said i the lord do keep it i will water it every moment lest any hurt it i will keep it night and day lord keep us everywhere keep us when in the valley that we murmur not against thy humbling hand keep us when on the mountain that we wax not giddy through being lifted up keep us in youth when our passions are strong keep us in old age when becoming conceited of our wisdom we may therefore prove greater fools than the young and giddy keep us when we come to die lest at the very last we should deny thee keep us living keep us dying keep us laboring keep us suffering keep us fighting keep us resting keep us everywhere for everywhere we need thee o our god morning june thirty and the glory which thou gavest me i have given them john seventeen twenty two behold the superlative liberality of the lord jesus for he hath given us his all although a tithe of his possessions would have made a universe of angels rich beyond all thought yet was he not content until he had given us all that he had it would have been surprising grace if he had allowed us to eat the crumbs of his bounty beneath the table of his mercy but he will do nothing by halves he makes us sit with him and share the feast had he given us some small pension from his royal coffers we should have had cause to love him eternally but no he will have his bride as rich as himself and he will not have a glory or a grace in which she shall not share he has not been content with less than making us joint heirs with himself so that we might have equal possessions he has emptied all his estate into the coffers of the church and hath all things common with his redeemed there is not one room in his house the key of which he will withhold from his people he gives them full liberty to take all that he hath to be their own he loves them to make free with his treasure and appropriate as much as they can possibly carry 
the boundless fullness of his all-sufficiency is as free to the believer as the air he breathes christ hath put the flagon of his love and grace to the believer's lip and bidden him drink on for ever for could he drain it he is welcome to do so and as he cannot exhaust it he is bidden to drink abundantly for it is all his own what truer proof of fellowship can heaven or earth afford when i stand before the throne dressed in beauty not my own when i see thee as thou art love thee with unsinning heart then lord shall i fully know not till then how much i owe evening june thirty ah lord god behold thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arm and there is nothing too hard for thee jeremiah thirty two seventeen at the very time when the chaldeans surrounded jerusalem and when the sword famine and pestilence had desolated the land jeremiah was commanded by god to purchase a field and have the deed of transfer legally sealed and witnessed this was a strange purchase for a rational man to make prudence could not justify it for it was buying with scarcely a probability that the person purchasing could ever enjoy the possession but it was enough for jeremiah that his god had bidden him for well he knew that god will be justified of all his children he reasoned thus ah lord god thou canst make this plot of ground of use to me thou canst rid this land of these oppressors thou canst make me yet sit under my vine and my fig-tree in the heritage which i have bought for thou didst make the heavens and the earth and there is nothing too hard for thee this gave a majesty to the early saints that they dared to do at god's command things which carnal reason would condemn whether it be a noah who is to build a ship on dry land an abraham who is to offer up his only son or a moses who is to despise the treasures of egypt or a joshua who is to besiege jericho seven days using no weapons but the blasts of ram's horns they all act upon god's command contrary to the dictates of carnal reason and the lord gives them a rich reward as the result of their obedient faith would to god we had in the religion of these modern times a more potent infusion of this heroic faith in god if we would venture more upon the naked promise of god we should enter a world of wonders to which as yet we are strangers let jeremiah's place of confidence be ours nothing is too hard for the god that created the heavens and the earth end of june twenty four through june thirty